welcome to the Purple Mountain Podcast, creating a loving and sacred space to share truth and knowledge with Chris and Stephen of the Purple Mountain. Hello everyone and welcome to the Purple Mountain live on Facebook or wherever you're watching us also on uh, YouTube and we just want to give you a warm welcome here from uh, Chris and Stephen and also we have a special guest a very good friend of ours Jimmy who's joined us this evening and we're doing a special talk this evening on dreams and the astral plane really pleased uh, those who are coming online can join us it's going to be an interactive talk this evening and what that means is uh, that you can post your comments you can ask questions uh, please feel free to do that we're here to answer them and um, not to say we have every single answer but we'll give you the very best of our experience and our truths and as always here at the purple mountain we are advocators of freedom of speech and the freedom of speech movement uh, so we'll always present alternative views truths uh, in order to help you on your journey and to find your truth to help you what fits right for you and we hope we can give you some large pieces of the puzzle tonight uh, to make up and to finish your jigsaw <laughs> so um just want to say hello to everybody who's joining us and um, we're up you're having a good weekend and a good sunday and uh staying positive and just before we get uh started as an intro to this evening uh, Jimmy actually was inspired with uh, inspirational writing some time ago on dreams. So I'm just going to hand over to Jimmy and um, maybe as well, Jimmy, just before we get started, just for those who might not know you or watching, just a bit of a in brief introduction about how you got involved in the spiritual movement. Yeah, of course. Thanks, Chris. And uh, good evening, everyone. Um, I got involved... Um, about 40, 45 years ago, maybe, no, 40 years ago, I would say, 42. Um, and I was one of those people that um, had no idea about spirit, no idea whatsoever. Um, I got friendly with a lady at work who invited me to be a guest at um, what turned out to be a spiritual circle. Uh, and the spiritual circle was run by... Uh, Anita Williams and um, her husband Roy and um, and all I can say is after an evening there of meditation etc I just felt like I'd come home and um, and uh, talking to Anita who um, was a wonderful medium and later a trans medium within the circle um, it just it just enlivened me it just my knowledge that we've all got within within our spirit my knowledge slowly started to come forward through her teachings and then later on through the trans mediumship where we got to meet and talk to some wonderful spirit warriors that i would call um spirit teachers and and it grew from there and i just couldn't get enough and then and later on um that circle went and it's still going today believe it or not that circle went for about 40 years 40 odd years and it culminated in um uh my young friends joining um and they 
their spiritual knowledge is known throughout the universe, I think. And, uh, <laughs> and it, all stemmed, it all stemmed, as mine did, from that simple home circle. Uh, and then um, and from that circle, the Purple Mountain was born. And um, from humble beginnings, and uh, that's a quick overview, but it was as simple as that. I just um, my head was turned, and I, I still to this day can't get enough of spiritual truths. Uh, we're all searching for the truth, every one of us searching for the truth, and uh, and I really hope and pray that you good people find your truths. Wonderful, excellent. So would you like to share uh, your writing with us, Jimmy? That'd be great. Yes, certainly. Um, this was a, a writing um, that was in, inspired by spirit. Actually, um, I, I worked with a, a spirit friend called Joe Pye, who used to um, inspire me to read the dreams. And the lady that inspired it is his partner, Silver Fox. So, uh, And it's simply called Dreams. Um, dream a dream, don't let it go. It's more important than you may know. A message there from friends above. A helping hand from those you love. Your dream is more than crazy thoughts. It's wisdom and knowledge that you have been taught. It may show you some guidance, a pathway that's new. To follow your feelings in all that you do. In sleep, you walk the astral planes. Your spirit, this knowledge, it seeks to gain. The beauty seen beyond compare, the memory of your journey there. You try so hard, some sense to make. When comes the time, you must awake. The head, though, cannot get it right. Your strange adventures of the night. A spiritual experience, it may be, which the physical cannot always see. The wonders of the spirit realms, your brain, it completely overwhelms. That's all it is, don't let it frighten. The memory, the message is there to enlighten, to bring some comfort from those you love, to make you aware, perhaps a gentle shove. So keep your dream, don't let it go. Maybe tell it to those who know. How to make sense and get it right. Your strange adventures of the night. Like I said, that was inspired by a beautiful spirit called Silver Fox. Oh, many blessings for that, for those, uh, for you sharing that with us, Jimmy, and for those in the spirit world that have inspired. Um, so, as we said this evening, this is a special talk on dreams in the astral plane. just want to welcome everyone to ask questions and we'll do our very best if you've got any questions please share them and the reason we've asked Jimmy this evening um, is because one of his um, uh, should we say special parts of his um, knowledge is on dreams and the astral as well and as he says he's worked with a spirit called Joe Pai who drug close to him and uh, and they've done much wonderful work together in the areas of interpreting dreams uh, and also not only that but explaining what a dream is so we hope to be able to give that clarity at the very least for everybody this evening um so what i'm going to do is i'm just going to come to you Stephen. now if that's okay yeah of uh, course 
because we don't like to see you quiet for far too long. <laughs> I, start, I start to think you might be a painting or something. <laughs> so, I, can, just, I, I can be very quiet sometimes. <laughs> yes, the people know you that are watching this. You know. <laughs> Um, so what I want to come to you, Stephen, first of all, I, I feel when we're talking about dreams and the astral, a lot of it does centre about what we do when we sleep. What happens in our sleep state? And and, and the question I have for you, Stephen, first of all, if you don't mind, mm. is what are we? If, if, if we are able to experience beyond this physical body, what mm. are we in the simplest of forms? Uh, yeah, I think that's an important question because I think this question is going to lead on to the rest of the discussion. And actually, this spiritual truth uh, is something that leads on to every aspect of the spiritual work. If it's reincarnation, soul partners, uh, knowing your divine purpose. And, and very simply is that we are all a spirit within a physical body. We use this physical body as a way or to experience a physical life to help the spirit to grow so we'll talk about the consciousness which hosted within the soul the spirit whatever you want to call it it's just another word and this physical body is so valuable to the spirit because it and and as long as the body's healthy it's good it's strong we are able to have these ex these physical experiences it is those physical experiences that gives us the the knowledge, the understanding, and then eventually the wisdom to help our spirit light grow and evolve, not just for ourselves, but also for the spirit realms as well. So the answer to your question very simply is we are a spirit in a physical body. And that relationship is very, very important because it enables us to do our spiritual work here on the earth plane. When, when the physical body dies, the spirit moves on. I know that as a knowing, that's a, a deep knowing that I think we can all relate to, is we all know that when our physical body dies, our spirit moves on to the spirit realms. And 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 it's, I call it life after life. So I hope I've answered that question for you, Chris. Yes. Um, yeah, and, and just moving on now, I feel um, that's, you know, you've answered that very well there, Stephen. And we talk about, so we, we know we're a spirit in a physical body. We're more than this body that we uh, animate. Um, so when we're in a sleep state, we, we can travel during that sleep state. We can still experience. Uh, and those experiences bring many mixed experiences the next day. And that's hopefully what we want to um uh, go through but just when we explain the the astral plane jimmy how how would you explain the the astral planes um well the astral plane going on the concept that um that uh, stephen's just said we are a spirit in a physical body and uh, and um when we sleep our spirit can leave the physical body be free of the shackles of the physical body for the time we're asleep and we go on what we call the astral planes now it's not the spirit world it's just uh for want of a better word a dimension that's close to the earth plane but um it, I, I always call it a halfway house where spirit can meet me on the astral plane 
and I can meet spirits on the astral plane. So, for instance, um, you can meet your loved ones who maybe have gone home to spirit and adjusted. They can come to the um, astral plane and you can meet them on that on that level. You can be with your guide. You can be with, um, with your animal friends. You can do much work. Um, you, if, you, if you've got a love of horses, you can maybe go um, and work with horses. Uh, it's 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 a level that um, uh, we can basically, like I said, leave this physical body just just for those few hours, so that it gives time for the physical to heal, and we can be with with whoever we want, go wherever we want. Basically, um, you can. I always just come into my mind as I'm speaking was something called deja vu. People talk yeah. about deja vu. And um, they always think of past lives. But just give you a scenario about um, maybe um, you're wanting, you're buying a house. And um, so you've, you've made arrangements to visit this house on the Saturday. On the Friday night, to view the house, the Friday night, um, on the astral plane, you go and have a look at it. Let's have a, let's have a, have a shove. Of course you can. You can do what you want. And then... The next day, the Saturday, physically you go and visit the house and you walk through the front door, man, a gutter, <laughs> as my friend would say. Um, uh, I've been here before and and it, all it is, you've been on the astral plane, you've visited that property and, uh, and your spirit was determined to remember that and it did. Um, and that's just a simple, a simple analogy, if you like. Of, uh, of the astral plane, but it, it's so, such a simple concept. Spirit in the physical mm. body. Uh, when you sleep, the spirit leaves your physical body onto the astral plane, and you're free for that amount of time. Yeah, absolutely. And the um, I just want to ask you a question here, Stephen, if I could. Yeah. Um, uh, thanks for that, Jimmy. By the way, but put it put it really well, that nice and clear. Um, but uh, what would you say then, Stephen, is the difference between, for those watching, between a dream and if I've been on the astral plane? Well, we call it in astral memory. And anybody that's actually watching, there is a, a great difference because uh, once you, I say, return back um, to your physical body. So when, when you're in a, in, a, in a dream state, when you're in a sleep state, your consciousness it's just the way that we're trying to sort of um describe it your consciousness goes to the astral plane and you will do astral traveling and, and like what jimmy just said you will go to different places meet different people meet loved ones or maybe have a bit of a spiritual rest i don't know uh, depends on you really and 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 ultimately when you return back to your physical body back to to, to your your physical vibration your spirit with all that you've just experienced the past couple of hours have tried to condense everything into that physical brain and sometimes uh, sometimes the spirit there's a need for your spirit to remember and and we call that you know a, a dream and, and 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 i remember my dreams very very regularly two or three dreams every night i'm sure everybody that's listening will some of you will remember your dreams but ultimately your dreams 
will over a past couple of hours or past couple of days the dreams will eventually fade it's very rare that i will remember all my dreams 20 30 years ago but sometimes you will have a profound experience and some of you who have experienced this are very very lucky and and i've experienced this i think only twice considering how much i dream i i woke up and and i had this such a, a profound physical memory experience as if i was physically there and and it was i was with somebody a guide a teacher and i just remember and i if i close my now this was about 10 years ago and i could if i close my eyes now i can still describe that experience that astral memory so it's a memory that doesn't fade like a dream so an astral memory is something that you can remember 20 30 40 years ago and it's so profound because the emotions that are attached to that experience and i think i think you are allowed to remember that for a reason if it's a lesson uh, if it is for a purpose and it's really down to the individual to understand the reason why you are permitted to remember that so remember astral memory is not the same as a dream um an astral memory is it's is that you you remember as if we have in the conversation now a dream it can be very symbolic the brain will try to understand that experience and sometimes you need a dream interpreter to interpret that dream but an astral memory you don't because you remember it as if we're having the conversation now so i think i went around the houses a bit but <laughs> i got there thank you <laughs> yeah we've got a few uh, questions piling up here so i want to get to them next but i just want to ask a question that just came into my mind uh, to jimmy uh, and the question is we talked about this travel then on the astral so why do you feel we dream what would be what is the purpose what can a dream bring to us or what why do we have them do you feel yeah it's a good, good question yeah um, um a dream um i've always uh, thought of it as a magical link to the spirit world um a dream, the difference between a dream and an astral memory, like Stephen just, just brilliantly put it, um, when you dream, uh, when you come back into your physical, the, the your physical brain can't uh, explain it. But uh, a dream is a spiritual experience. So it's it could be a message from a loved one. It could be some guidance from, from your inspirers. It could be um it could be just an experience but the actual dream is when the physical body is about to wake up your dream lasts for seconds um you you you, you for instance you've been with with your nana on the on the astral plane who's 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 been passed away uh and you come back into your physical body and um your brain you're determined to remember that experience that's what it comes down to your spirit wants to remember that experience mm. and uh so when you come back into your physical body unfortunately you've got a physical brain and it's frantically trying to to compute it try and make sense of it so instead of that wonderful experience with your nana um 
the one I'm going to talk about is is this. Um, it could be your dream that you've got a tooth missing, and that's just symbolic of the last thing you want to do is lose your tooth. Well, the last thing you wanted to do was lose your nana. So your brain can only think what would really upset this person, what what loss would really upset it in the physical, and it would be the loss of a tooth. So um, so it simply comes down to that. It's basically a spiritual experience that your physical is trying to make sense of because you want to remember it. So it could be a message. It could be um, some guidance um, from from your from your spirit guide. It could be one of a number of things. Um, and well, what I will say to people is is try not to to throw your dream away too quickly. Um, think about what's going on in your life, and chances are that dream will. Um, be symbolic of what's going on in your life and you'll probably be able to read that dream yourself and so mm. so to answer the question simply it's, it's an experience on the astral that your spirit wants to remember when it comes back into the physical but struggles your brain struggles but like Stephen said the astral memory is completely different it's um it, it remembers it as it was yeah does that make sense <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely chris, I think... chris can i just ask you a question on 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 that because i think it will link because you, you're posing me I, and jimmy could, a lot of questions yeah there. could i just make one point i just wanted to yeah, get in on because it's a conversation me and jimmy had just before we started tonight and i think it's important as with everything uh, as in spiritual truths and messages they're not always what we want to see as well so sometimes the the reality of a dream can can be tough to look at but it is a truth that our spirit wants us to learn that is going to help us at the moment in time so i think i believe that's part of it what we're talking about that they can be very hard to see the reality mm. of them we might not want to see it wow. so we'll keep having that dream again and again maybe well that's what we call a recurring dream isn't it and probably jimmy will talk about that later but it's a dream that and i and i'll just tell you a quick story i remember my granddad and I've told you about this, Jimmy, many times before in the circle. My granddad uh, remembered this dream and it was like a story. And it was it was keep having this story and it always ended halfway. And he said, I can never get the end of this dream. And he had this dream for 60, 65 years. And two weeks before two weeks before he died, he said, I've had this dream and I finished this dream. And 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 obviously, my granddad didn't have that spiritual understanding, and I just felt like it was a preparation for his spirit. Is his, his end of his life was coming to an end, and I thought that was so profound. He said, "I've had this dream, and I finished this dream after sixty odd years." And I thought, how amazing was that? Absolutely, <laughs> wow! Because I, I, I do I do remember this, and I remember you've told me tales of your grandfather, and um, uh, he had a tough time, didn't he? He had a yeah. tough time, and um, so uh, uh, quite often, I think that dream was um, he, he was he was having so many um, traumatic experiences, and but mm. they were basically saying it's just making you stronger. It's making you stronger, you know. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a funny one that. 
Yeah. Well, Chris, I'd, Chris, I just want to ask you a question because I think it will relate. <laughs> I, I think it will relate to this because uh, Jimmy will probably remember. I mean, you probably have a lot of requests for dream interpretations. Is a lot of people ask me as well. Is why do some people remember their dreams and some people do not remember their dream? And there are some people they say, "Well, I've been begging. I want to remember, but I can't remember." So, so why does that happen? Yeah, that's an interesting question, and and uh, a lot of people sometimes uh, also will say they don't dream or they very rarely dream as well. And um, I, the simplest answer I could give, maybe Jimmy could give a, a bit more insight on it, is I, I don't think if you're not remembering something, you're not meant to. Would be my simple thoughts on it, it because if you were meant to, it would come back. But also, it's actually something I was going to mention earlier. I do feel with dreams if you're having them and you really want to um find that interpretation that journaling your dreams is something that's really worth doing and i pass that advice along to many people because don't let it fade away as jimmy said don't throw it away and i've done it even before when i woke up at five in the morning with a dream gone back to sleep and then at eight o'clock i can't remember the dream um yeah so I don't know if you'd sort of expand any more on that, Jimmy, but that's my thoughts on that one. Um, well, in some instances, um, basically the spirit is not bothered about remembering it. It's an experience, mm. but um, it's not it's not big in in the um, in in the, the way of things. But people who, who remember the dreams all the time, like Stephen, well, he's got a massive thirst for knowledge he wants to know everything as it which he, 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 if, if we have a question and answer he'll have 50 questions <laughs> chris will have 25 and i'll have one so, <laughs> i very rarely dream um stephen dreams a heck of a lot um some people don't dream at all um but it, trying to if you want to remember if you really, really want to remember, you will remember. You will remember something yeah. about that dream. Um, it's different when you're on the astral and the spirit. Uh, you, you're uh, determined to remember it. But when it comes back in the physical, it, the physical thinking, well, it doesn't, doesn't really matter really at all, you know. Or sometimes you're not meant to remember, you know. It's not it's not time. Mm. Um, but it's, it's, I don't think there's one... There's one specific answer to that, you know. Mm. Um, I think yeah. if, if anybody is, is meant to remember that dream, they would they will remember it. that experience. They will remember. That's what I, I would say. I mean, I'm quite similar in the sense of I don't dream all the time, but I'll go through um, spates of time, maybe a week or two weeks, where I'm constantly dreaming since we've been in this current situation we are in the world i must have dreamt more than i have in years all the time and i know interestingly enough actually caught uh, on the radio and it was during the first lockdown that they actually had a phone in on dreams because that many people were talking about the dreaming like unbelievable like they've never done before and that's interested in itself well yeah, collectively absolutely. we're all collectively we're all connecting on the astro and I, and I just want to interject there as well it's interesting and, and, I, and I don't mean this in a disrespectful way it doesn't really matter 
if you remember dreams or not, because the spirit, your spirit will remember within. And it and it's like um with with something that you're going through in your life and, and you get an advisement in the spirit it, on the astral plane. I do apologize. So, so you're seeking that advisement on the astral. And when you come back, you might not remember that advisement, but the advisement's within your spirit, and the advisement will come out in in that situation or that problem without subconsciously so it's in your subconscious so so dreams are important if you're having the dream because you're remembering them but don't because a lot of people that i do readings for sometimes get so frustrated with themselves sometimes i need to remember and like you said your spirit remembers not everybody might dream but everybody does go to the astral play everybody does do astral traveling yeah. So, so that's important that you know, and, and you are lucky. I'm very lucky that I can remember my dreams, and some people don't remember them. But that advisement, that guidance, that experience is within your subconscious, isn't it? It must be absolutely. I, I, I would think so. I think that's a fair point to make, and definitely one worth making. Um, I just want to move on now to I want to do a few of the comments and questions if that's okay because I don't want to lose track. Because I know we've all got, we could really get going on this subject. Massive. Um, the first, it's a little question, this from Jaya, Jaya Patel. And thanks for joining us. And she says, they say you should reverse your dreams. How true is that, please? So I don't Do you want to put it on the screen, th Chris? Do you want to put it on I the screen? I think if I put it up, I'd block Jimmy off. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, I could put it up um, for a moment just so you can see it, Jimmy. And then uh, I'll take it. Oh, there you go. That's all right. Shrunk us. We've done well. So there it is. I, um, I've, I've got to be honest. I, I don't fully understand that. Um, um, I've, ne I've never heard that before. Reverse your dreams. Um, is that something? I've got a bit. I'll hold my hand up. I'm not sure I understand that. Um, yeah, I'm not, I, I think perhaps what she might mean is. And if I've got this wrong, Jay, please comment and we'll 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 answer it. Is maybe reversing it from start to finish, the finish at the start and the start at the end. That's my best way I can think that might be. Yeah, it's something I've not heard before and I've never I've never I've never thought about before. And I'm trying to think about a dream I've had and I'm trying to go backwards on it. Um <laughs> All I would say is, um, if it works for you, great. You know what I mean. If that works for you, um, it, that, that that's absolutely fine. I don't think it um, it worked for everybody, but um, um, why not? Why not? If it works, it works. Yeah. Any thoughts, Stephen? No, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> it's very very rare that i'm unable to answer a question so so, so yeah. yeah i'm not sure about the same I, think a, I think a fair answer would be not that we're aware of i don't oh, think any just, of us she's just, she's just posted what i mean is the opposite of what i dreamt oh we go i'll get that up oh here we go so the yeah, uh... Sorry, go no, no, it's all right, Jimmy. Um, yeah, that that makes a bit more sense. But um, it, it's it when when you have a dream and you don't, I mean, you could be having this wonderful experience, um, 
on the astral plane and you come back and your brain's uh what you what you what you dreamt is you're running around the field in pink wellingtons with a with a a dog under your arm you know and and that's the sort of silliness that, that quite a lot of people dream you know um i i still I, I i don't i don't i don't believe that to be to be true to be quite honest it, it doesn't yeah. work for me it doesn't work for me at all that's fine so we'll get um thanks for that jay and we hope we've uh if you any more questions uh please feel free so we're going to go on to joanna cox and she's got an interesting question here that i feel quite a lot of people have this experience if i can get this up and it says my nana came to me in a dream the other night after such a long time she spoke to me so clearly how can i hear her and see her if i'm asleep well, first of all, you're not asleep, Joanna. <laughs> you, you know, it, your body is asleep. Your spirit is on the astral plane. And and a little bit about what Jimmy said before, um, I'll let Jimmy really answer this question. I just want to make a point is that when you meet your loved ones, and it is a wonderful, beautiful experience and opportunity for your spirit to meet you, meet with your loved ones that have passed. Like Jimmy said, it's a halfway house. But sometimes you don't remember because in part, there is so much emotion and love that you have for your loved ones that sometimes it can be too much i know that sometimes certain people drift off too far with their loved ones and loved ones said you can't go back with us you have to go back to your physical body so sometimes it can be very very emotional and i think reading between the lines there joanna you might have had a little bit of an astral memory there that you'll be able to remember and hear so clearly there could be a possibility that your nana might be even in the in your bedroom and, and that you're having a conversation in, in your in your bedroom, maybe. I don't know. So I don't know, Jimmy. Do you want to um, answer that question? That was my thoughts exactly. It sounds very much like an astral memory. Um, mm. My feeling with your nana is um, that um, when she passed, she took a long time to adjust. Uh, when you go back home to the spirit realms, you... you You've come from uh, from the earth plane, the physical body, and when you go back to the to spirit realm, you, you need time to adjust. You you you've, you've left loved ones behind. You're very sad, uh, but you then again you're meeting loved ones uh, in the spirit world. But we're all different. Some people take there's no time in spirit, but some people take just a week. Some people take years to to adjust. Um, but uh, your question was, how can I hear her and see her if I'm asleep? Well, flat Stephen said, you're not asleep, it's your spirit that was with your nana. And that's what exactly what Stephen meant by a, an astral memory. It, you, you, your spirit has remembered it. And, and he, mm. as you come back, you, your physical brain hasn't jumbled it up one little bit. So um, that's a wonderful experience for you. And, and, uh, and I, you know, I feel all goosey now, actually thinking mm -hmm. about it. Uh, I bet it was wonderful for you. I just want to mention, just want to mention there as well, Jimmy and Chris, about when Joanna's just put, uh, she's not visited me in such a long time. Why well, I would argue with that because our <laughs> loved ones visit us all the time. It's just that we don't remember. We don't remember. So really, Joanna, I would assume that your nana's with you and she visits you regularly. But the question you want to ask is why 
was I allowed or why did I allow myself to remember that experience the other night? So there must be something going on in your life, a little bit of guidance or love that, that your nana just wants to say, I'm here, Joanna. Remember that. Have a bit of faith. Spirit are there. We're guiding you. Yeah, it's a lovely point, that, Stephen. Um, so we're going to move on. We've got another one. Now, this is a dream. This is uh, Nicole, a, a very good friend of the centre, Nicole, and she dreams a lot. She dreams a lot, that's her. So hi, Nicole. And I'm not going to put it up, this one, because it's big. Oh, because it's a big one. Okay. So it's, I have two dreams quite close together. And I don't remember the whole dream, but parts of the dream I have got in disagreements with my parents. And uh, my mum was trying to hide in one I had last night. Uh, she wanted to avoid my dad. And the setting of the dream looked like I was in a foreign place. The one before it, I had, there was an argument between uh, my dad and myself, but I wasn't scared. I was just fed up of it all. Could you tell me what my dream meant? So would anybody like to comment on that? I think I just want to, I don't know if Jimmy agrees with me there. I think we. it would be not difficult to interpret that dream. I think maybe if Nicole can maybe copy paste that and send it to Jimmy and Jimmy can maybe write something down. Because I think it's yes. gonna. I, th I think today, tonight's uh, video and talk discussion is not really interpreting dream, but just explaining the mechanics and logistic of dreams and astral memories, and that will be the stepping stone. People can contact Jimmy and, and maybe ask for a bit of clarity. That's just my my. Oh no! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. But, I think. I don't know what your thoughts are, Jimmy. There. Um, I think that's a great idea because if anybody. Um, as we mentioned, if anybody like Nicole wants a dream uh, interpreted, um, do so with pleasure. They can they can email it to myself, and maybe maybe just put a small donation into the Purple Mountain. You know, it doesn't have to be much, um, uh, and I, I'd do it with pleasure. I'll do it with pleasure. I'll do it for nothing. But um, but if you, if anybody wants to make a small donation to the Purple Mountain, uh, that'd be great. Okay, brilliant. Um, so thanks for that anyway, Nicole, and just get in contact with Jimmy and be able to help you out with that. Um, Chris? Yes. Can I just, before you move on, because it's next to Nicole's thing, and a few people have mentioned this already, is we've mentioned astral memory, and we, mess, we, we mentioned dreams, but there's they keep saying here astral projection. Now, astral projection is not astral travelling, nor is it... Uh, astral memory or dreams so i don't know if jimmy wants to or maybe you chris do you want to explain what astral projection is uh yeah what i'd say is um when we talk about astral protect pro projection even it is uh, <laughs> uh, um it, it isn't it isn't what we're talking about this evening uh and i, I don't mean that in a disrespectful sense astral projection is something that could be done on this level where we're consciously going somewhere within our spirit uh, has been known to occur within circles so where you're actually almost consciously traveling somewhere in the physical here that's my understanding of it and there are certainly a lot of theories we could do an entire video on it uh it's a very very different thing and there's um, a certain amount of controversy in it as well as, as in terms of the safety 
Well, it's unnatural. I, I would say, I don't know, Jimmy can mention it as well. I, I, it's a very unnatural, and it can be, and I don't mean, mean to frighten anybody, it can be a very dangerous thing to do, astral projection. It's like projecting, the look at the word projection, projecting your spirit because you've got no physical protection. Now, when you sleep, that's a very natural pr um, process. Going to sleep, uh, you've got your umbilical cord uh, that attaches your physical body to your spirit, and you're traveling. You, now, you, you, you're, you're not doing that in astral projecting. Uh, there is not that protection. Uh, so, Jimmy, do you want to interject there? Do you want to mention anything about astral projection? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's everything you two just said, and it's... Um, um, I did. I did know a guy who used to used to do this sort of thing, and he used to project his spirit into the street outside. And he used to tell me he used to come up and down the street. But on that level, the only people he would see or be aware of would be other people who were doing that. And right. it's a, it's a dimension that it, it it goes in a way against universal law because what what your spirit when it sleeps does it's it's a natural thing to do it, it's it's what's what's supposed to occur whereas the other thing it's um the astral projection it's not a natural phenomena it's something that's basically what stephen said there's no protection for you when you go on the astral your astral guide will be there waiting for you people will be guarding your physical body um because that's 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 the way it works you can go where you want and your physical body is entirely safe but mm. when you astral project um those people uh enlightened spirit will just stand back and just you know it's it's a conscious it's free will but it's your conscious choice to do that and it's uh, not recommended yeah well thank you for that uh i think maybe something uh, a subject for the future that because it's uh another interesting discussion as there's many uh, in, the, in this work but i just want to mention something that's been followed up here you know when we're talking about the opposites in terms of dream interpretations and and quite a few people have put um there's a theory well there actually uh, uh, is it pat you said it's like an old wives tale um of a theory that if you're if you dream of new life it means death and obviously the opposite if you dream of death it means a birth uh, have you heard of that before jimmy or that theory um i've, I've heard one or the other um a, a dream is unique to you um, yeah in my very humble opinion um i don't believe that you can you can read a dream from a book because yeah. um everybody's dream is unique it might be similar i mean you get dreamed a lot of dreams with teeth uh that can be quite similar but uh for instance if you dream that you're losing all your teeth which is a very common dream that might be um uh because for whatever reason but it'll be a different reason for the person next door to you although it could it could mean the same thing but it, it's what emotional or whatever problems are going on or whatever is going on in your life, uh, that dream will, will indicate that, but it'll be completely different to the person next door. So um, to dream, I mean, you can pick the death card in tarot 
and quite often it'll you'll be be inspired and say it means new life that does happen but it doesn't always happen you know it could mean yeah. something completely different um so um i don't think you can um i can't think of the word but it it doesn't always mean that not always mean that so you can't so very simply you can't read your dreams from a book they're unique to you yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I just yes. want to mention. I just want to mention there as well. I mean, um, I remember earlier on when I got into this, got into the circle work, and and I remember asking you, Jimmy, and and I used to say, "Well, I'm keep dreaming," and a lot of people listening tonight might relate to this. Uh, it, it's um, often when you are dreaming of flying and i love the sensation oh i have that one all the time flying yeah it's flying and and jimmy i remember you saying well that is a a good indication that you're astral traveling it, oh. it it's a telltale sign that you are you are astral traveling you are doing your work on the astral plane and it could be rescue work it could be finding answers seeking guidance but you flying, you got a physical body, so your consciousness is free. So that's I don't know if you remember that, Jimmy. I, I do, yeah, absolutely, and and, it, and it's spot on. It's um, it is. It's just it's symbolic of, of, um, of that's how you are, and that's how you're free. You, if yeah. you want to be in Hawaii, think Hawaii, and there you're gonna be. You know, sounds incredible, but it's true. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, but. But um, you soon get fed up of going to Hawaii. You, you probably, you probably end up, <laughs> probably end up going to Morecambe after a bit. And then that. sometimes, sometimes with the, sorry, sometimes with the dream, with with the astral traveling, is that, uh, and and I re remember this also in circle work there, Chris. You probably remember this uh, when we were traveling because of our physical mind. You know, when the dream, when that experience comes back. I often sometimes go on the plane, aeroplane, or I'm on the train, or I'm on a bus, or I'm on a car, yeah, and that's yeah, also a, a, and and that's also sort of indication that you've been travelling somewhere. So it's just yeah. again your brain trying to compute, trying to understand this dimension on a, on a three on a three dimensional way. Yeah, the uh, I don't remember that one with the flying, but I have loads of dreams. I used to have with flying, and really. Well, they were quite fun where I could really feel myself taking off. So it's great that you'll, you'll say, you remember this, Chris? I'm like, I don't. I don't remember that one. But, yeah, it's great to hear that back again. Um, we're going to move on to another question. Now, this one, if I can get it up on the screen. Yeah, it's from Sarah. And she asks, when you wake up and remember that you have visited somewhere, and you can name the place and remember vividly, would this be a dream or an astral uh, travel? Probably both. So, yeah, so Jimmy, I don't your thoughts on that? Um, it, well, if you remember it vividly, I mean, you just go back to what Stephen, uh, Stephen described, uh, an astral memory. Uh, what you've done, you've, you've visited somewhere, you can name it, you can remember vividly, that's that's your astral memory not an astral travel because you're, you're astral traveling uh you're astral as soon as you leave your physical body when you sleep you're you're going on the astrals you're astral traveling um but what that's indicative of is um is an astral memory and you some very lucky people tonight so about a third one that i've never had one <laughs> 
Yeah, it's... Uh, I think... You... Uh, so, go on then. Sorry, No, your thoughts, Stephen. I was going to hand over yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, I just think as well, there could be possibility because I I sense this uh, as well sometimes, Sarah, and we can all relate to this, is when we meet people and you bump into people you've never met before physically and there's something about them that you remember, you have this... I know you, and I say it all the time, I know you from somewhere, but I don't know. I'm, and yes, it can be a past life, but also possibly it could be that you've met up on the astral plane. Though you've never woke up and you and you, and you, and you wake up in the morning, you're thinking, oh, I've met this person with his ginger hair and glasses and freckles, and the name was Sarah, Sarah, Sarah McGee. You don't remember that, but your subconscious does. It's in your spirit. Uh, and and it's the same with places and and names and people. Though you might not wake up and remember those experiences, it, it is within your spirit. So when you when you are walking and living your everyday life, and you bump into people, or you go to this particular place you've never been before, and you can describe, the, you know, where this picture is and where the carpet is and who this person is, because it's in your spirit, it's in your subconscious mind. So there's not always a need, I don't think, to have to remember them in the dreams because your subconscious mind, your spirit remembers everything, doesn't it? Your spirit does. Absolutely. Yeah, so we hope that's uh, answered that for you, Sarah. And we've got another question coming in fast. This is from Maria. Uh, glad you could join us. And it says, what, uh, what's that called when they've taken hold of my hand and I felt a whoosh? And I'm flying over rooftops to an area. A little bit similar to what you mentioned, Stephen, this really. But um, either Stephen or Jimmy. What, Jimmy, Jimmy what, can answer that one. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's exactly what uh, it seems to be following this, doesn't it? it um, when you were talking about the, uh, the flying, um, it, it, it could be um, what's come to, What's come to my mind actually is is when you leave your, your physical body and your your, your spirit leaves, sorry your spirit leaves your physical body, uh, you do have an astral guide. We all have an astral guide, and uh, and for some reason your astral guide just came into my mind then, mm. and um, and maybe that's you took your hand and um, you you just got the back end of it and basically off you go and um, you know it's just it, it might be that you. Your astral guide wants you wants you to know him, wants you to remember him or her. Well, I said him, so it's got to be him. But I just your astral guide just came into my mind then when you when I read that. Yeah. I think I think also I just want to maybe add into that as well that I think sometimes, um, well, not you know when we say astral traveling, not there's there's different even in the astral realms. There are different vibrations. There's different places. It's beyond our comprehension, our physical Ex brain. Exactly. It, 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 yeah. Expansion is beautiful beyond our comprehension. So really, and and I know that I've been and I've been told that sometimes I will go too far. Sometimes, I think sometimes uh, people will go quite far. Some people don't. It just depends on your spiritual work. Depends what you want to do. And I think maybe. What Jimmy was saying there with the astral guide giving you a bit of confidence, you were able to a bit of reassurance that you were safe. You might have 
you might have traveled to a place that you're unfamiliar with and your astral guide your loved ones just to bring a little bit of reassurance yeah so it's really interesting these questions yeah they're really good and uh, i think you made a really good point there Stephen. you you read my mind because <laughs> we we describe the astral plane but in many ways it is beyond our comprehension of the levels and 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 the, the true um experience if that makes sense um yeah i mean so just, gonna... i just want to mention as well there uh, only through personal experience jimmy you probably can maybe answer it's not really a question it's an open question and and anybody watching and, and hearing uh what i'm about to say could probably could relate to this as well because i have dreams or i remember dreams uh, i call it dreams or astral memories of particular places you know particular places that i visit but have different dreams in so it's almost like different destinations different cities the same city or the same uh the same place that i go but it's like a different story different scenario so what what would that be jimmy would it be almost like it's a place in the astral realms that i particularly go uh, and I and I and I'm doing some kind of work there. Yeah, I, I was just going to say that the, the because it's a, a a city or or wherever, it's that's just symbolic of the destination on the astral plane. Um, it, it could be that um, your brain's trying to find this. It's, 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 your brain's trying to equate, trying to compute. So uh, you might have been talking about on a holiday in uh, Mexico. I know you won't, but. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> but um it, it, yeah it's, it's it's symbolic of a destination uh where you've been but um how can you put a name on the destination so the only thing you can come up with is a, a city or something like that mm, absolutely interesting so interesting we might have to do a part two and three on this one of course uh, there's so much you can go into we've got another question and this one, this is interesting, this, I think. Uh, Joanna Cox, uh, she asks a question, can I ask about daydreaming? I often go off in my quiet moments and recall people and memories. So what's your thoughts on that, Jimmy? Um, <laughs> Very interesting, this. Yeah, it is, yeah. I've, I've been asked this before, and um, uh, I think somebody asked it of spirit as well. And it's, um, it's strictly speaking, you... you, you um, you've gone very deep uh you've gone very deep either in meditation if it's not a meditation you you've, you've gone very deep within yourself and so it's not quite the same as a dream it's not quite the same as your, your spirit leaving your physical body you've just gone very deep within and you're recalling um memories that you've got within your spirit that are already there uh if that makes yeah. sense yeah you know it's not it's not classically a dream but it, it's um if it's not meditation if you can if you can go within as much as that i would uh, i would recommend that you do start meditating because that's 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 wonderful to, to be able to do that joanne oh yeah wonderful. i mean i i like to add to that as well uh, my in my interpretation it's probably I would go to the lines of, of meditation. It's almost like a meditation. Daydreaming is like a meditation. And I would say it's almost like an altered state of consciousness. There's an altered state of, of, of your mind. 
And I, and I think Jimmy was absolutely right there, and I could really relate to that. Sometimes you'll sit there in the quiet, or even a bustling street in, in the bus stop, and suddenly you'd be daydreaming, and, it, and it's something resurfacing. Something's been resurfaced, and, and you're remembering these things. And, and also, um, I'm going really deep here, <laughs> is sometimes certain things, certain places, or the people that we meet can trigger I think I, I don't know what Jimmy's thoughts are. And you know, when you bump into somebody and sometimes you've had this deja vu and something's triggered in you, and this this dreams come back, this memories come back that you're you you've had to remember at that time. That's happened to me a couple of times. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, your, your spirit never forgets anything. Your spirit no. remembers everything. You don't you might not think so, but uh but when it, when that knowledge needs to come forward, it will come forward. You know, and people a lot of people get frustrated because they can't remember things. But that's just the physical, the spirit. Your spirit just remembers everything from past lives, two hundred lives ago. It remembers everything. It doesn't all that yeah. knowledge is in what I mentioned at the very beginning of the of the uh, video. Um, it's it, your knowledge is there and when it needs to come forward i always liken it to two doors at the front of your stomach and they open up and that that memory or that knowledge comes forward just when it's needed so uh and i i, I get what stephen's saying there yeah really interesting that and um i'm glad you asked that john because i've ne i've never heard it asked before about daydreaming so i thought it was a top question i really do um so we've got another one there lots of questions that do you want to take this one Stephen? do you want to ask do this you, one? yeah yeah sorry uh do you think dreams is your subconscious or even spirit trying to help you with problems you are unable to work out in the conscious world i i, I think i i don't mean this disrespect for you there morris i think there's a bit of confusion there with your question i think very simply uh, when you go in the mind, there is the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. Now, I'm conscious now because I'm talking to you. If our if our spirit was fully conscious, our physical brains wouldn't comprehend it. It would be an overload. So things have to be filtered. It's what Jimmy said earlier on. When you're sleeping and when your spirit re-enters the the physical body the con the conscious mind the brain has to filter that experience and hence where the dreams are interpreted so really it doesn't really matter if you remember or don't remember or, or tried to help you with problems because it's within you so so all those experiences in in your dream state are stored within your subconscious mind and it will and it will surface into your conscious mind when it needs to now if you are strong enough or if you're allowed or or if if it's for a reason when you return back to your physical body as we explained earlier on that you are able to remember vividly from word to word hence an astral memory so there's no need to wait for the subconscious mind it's already in your conscious mind um i hope i sort of sort of spoke about that a little bit simply what's your thoughts jimmy on that um well that question is is is, is typically typically a dream it, it's it's yeah. exactly what your spirit is you um you go on you go on the astral plane and you've got um problems in your physical life 
so you can go and get advice from the best. If you've got problems, oh, I don't know, you, you, whatever they are, there's somebody there who's willing to sit down with you when you're on the astral plane and help you with that problem. So that when you come back, like Stephen said, even if you don't remember it as a dream, that solution will be within. But um, if it's needed now, if you've got an immediate um, need to solve this problem and you've been given the, the, the advice, you may start having that dream, what they call a recurring dream, what Stephen mentioned earlier, so that the next night you'll have the same dream. And then two days later, you'll have the same dream. And uh, so that is where um, that dream, somebody is trying to give you that message and that inspiration and that guidance. And, and, and you're not quite grasping it, but you need to know now. So um, when I talk about dreams and recurring dreams, you don't really always need a dream interpreter. You can, the best person to read a dream is yourself. Yeah. You know what's going on in your life. You know what problems you've got. Um, so if you sit and think about them um, and, and try and, and ask for guidance, as you just sit there and ask for guidance, maybe that that uh, guidance that you'll be given will come forward where you remember it. You, you will you will think, oh, I never thought of that. Or you might get an idea and you think, I wonder where that idea come from. It came from when he was on the astral plane and he's now come forward. So um, I just thought in about a recurring dream, but that is typically what a dream is about. Mm. So it's can it's I just interesting, I just wanted to add something, yeah, there, because um, we, what Morris has said as well, would it be fair to say uh, that when we're in, uh, uh, our things can confuse us and distortions in the physical, and our spirit is not never confused. Our true consciousness sees things as total clarity. So do you think it'd be fair to say on the astral or in dream state that within ourselves, it's a clarity that we're seeing perhaps an obstacle, yeah. a loop, uh, a behavior pattern that we're wanting to break in our lives that we're, we're finding it hard to do in the physical. So that dream will keep coming back or we'll be having it in different ways, the same message to try and awaken us out of that loop. Do you think that'd be a fair comment to make? Well, I'm sorry, because it was the same point I was going to make. What you just <laughs> said was exactly, so I know I'll Synchronicity. Let you, yeah, <laughs> and, and I think my thoughts, uh, uh, my thoughts are on, on the matter is that when you go to the astral, it's almost like a bit of your truer spirit is revealed. Uh, and not all of it, because there's still attachment to, to the physical vibrations. There's not a complete detachment. So... You true yourself, so you th you're going to see things a little bit more clearer, and and you're able. So if you're a little bit stubborn and 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 you don't want if you don't want to know advice and guidance, once you go back to the astral, you're a little bit more open minded. But so you're going to get this guidance, but then when you return back to your physical life, back to your body. You don't suddenly think, oh, everything's roses. My life's going to be perfect. I know where I'm going to go. My problems are going to be solved. 
you're still going to have those distortions, those illusions are still going to chain you a little bit, but it is hoped that that dream, that message will resurface at the right time to help and guide you. So, so there is there's different elements to it, isn't it? You know, just because you're dreaming and just because you remember an astral memory doesn't mean that you're going to abide by those guidelines and that message. Well, it's you, a little you're bit be as stubborn, aren't you? It's a little bit like, in many ways, it could be related to getting a message through a medium, through mental mediumship or even through trans mediumship. And you can receive that message, but like with many things, it's what you do with that message after, how you incorporate it and integrate it into your life. And, and if it's profound, that you, you feel strong enough that you can make those changes. Um, yeah, but that's uh, interesting, that thing. Do you, you want to add anything to that? Uh, no, I think I think you, that, that's been brilliant. And uh, the only thing that came into my mind is um, meditation. Um, yeah. Uh, if, if you if you if you struggle um, to cope with uh, with a dream and you and you can't work it out, meditate. Ask for help. Ask out loud. You know, meditate. Sit and sit quiet for ten minutes. Don't say you can't do it because you can. Just sit there for ten minutes <laughs> and ask for help. Yeah, that that's you know, meditation is the one of the best way of realigning it with our true self. You know, and, and losing those physical thoughts that might be causing confusion. So, yeah, really good. It's uh, uh, opened up a lot there, Morris. So thanks for that question. We've got another one. Now, this is interesting, but we've not fully talked about yet. And it's from Jed. So thanks for joining us, Jed. And the question is, who would be, who would an astral guide be? So I'm going to come to Jimmy with this one first. <laughs> um. Well, you, we, uh, I'll, I'll start with uh, your one true guide. You've got um, everybody, everybody in, in the world has got one true guide. That person who walks with you from the the day you're born to the day you die and probably walks with you while you're, on the, while you're in spirit world as well. So an astral guide would be, it'd be, it'd be somebody uh, who you would trust, who's taken on that task. And don't forget, if you're going to live for 70, 80, 90 years and you're going to be sleeping every day, you're going to be on that, um, you're going to be needing an astral guide um, every night, basically. Or I mean, if you sleep in the day as well. But um, I do believe that astral guides can change. Yeah. I, I, mm, yeah. You, you, depending on where you are in life, depending on um, what work you do on the astral planes, you know, um, it, it, it's somebody that you would love and trust and know. It, you, you, that goes without saying. So it's probably somebody that you know very well from a past life or past lives or somebody in the spirit world that you know and trust and love very much. Uh, but unlike your one true guide, I do think they change from time to time. Yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy, can a loved one be our astral guide? Ooh, um, <laughs> that's a good question. Um, I'll throw that one back at you, Stephen. What do you think? Yeah, I think um, your, your loved ones uh, that you've known in this life, yes, they, they can help and guide you with, with matters. Of course they can. 
But as an astral guide, no, in my opinion, no, because I think there's too much of a chance of you remembering them and that it would disrupt, it would just seriously disrupt your spiritual work on the astral plane. It would, it would I, I feel cruel by saying it would be too much of a distraction to your spirit. It could be too emotional. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree with you because I, I was I was going to say the same thing, but uh, uh, I didn't bottle it. It's just that um, my thoughts exactly um, uh, because uh, they don't need to be your astral guide because a loved one could be there when you leave your physical body. They don't need to be your astral guide because they can. You, you want to be with them. You don't want to be um, uh, them working for you basically because that's what your astral guide is. He's a uh, He's doing his spiritual work with you and for you um, and until he moves on and somebody else takes his place or her place. It's interesting, really interesting. Um, so we're going to move on. We've got another question here. The, the questions have been excellent tonight so far. Uh, see if I can get... This is an interesting one again. It's from Catherine, so thanks for joining us. And the question is, I had a vivid, colourful dream of meeting my husband who's passed but i was with two friends who were still here in the living i presume uh did they travel with me and i'm going to come to stephen with this one first of all wow okay yeah that's a beautiful question there catherine and thank you for answering uh, asking us that question and i love it the way you put i've had a vivid colorful dream and and i just sort of get the feeling that you you were you were privilege to remember that, that you met your husband and it, and like jimmy said in the beginning it was it's the astral is a halfway house that you, you your loved ones hence your husband's come down i say come down just for our understanding uh, and and you've come up and you met up together i get the feeling um that your two friends probably came with you not as just support but also maybe guiding you to this halfway house as well i call it halfway house that you've met your husband but also there could be a possibility that your friends were there to meet your husband as well there could have been they might have met your two friends might have met up with some of their loved ones at the same time it might have been a bit of a gathering it could be because remember it's not it's not all black and white there could be that your friends were there to make sure that you are going to come back to your physical body so that you're not going to stay with your husband and say, I'm going to go with you now to, to, to the spirit realms. So there's different scenarios, really. And it, and it can happen. I, I I mean, do you remember, Jimmy and Chris, when we were in the many years ago when the whole circle was having similar dreams during the week? Being in the same place, yeah. It being, being at the same place. So, yes, it does happen. Yes, it does happen all the time. Yeah, so yeah. do you want to add anything, Jimmy? Not really, no. I was just going to say that this is the simplicity of it. All spiritual truths are so simple. And basically, um, your two friends, when they sleep, they go on the astral. It's as simple as that. I mean, um, tonight, after this this video, maybe tonight we'll all meet up and um, have a chat about the video. Who knows? You know, it's, it's so simple, so very, very simple. Yeah, I've got just a story I want to share on that that comes back to me. And it was happened with a friend of mine, and and 
and she lost a loved one to the spirit world it was quite traumatic and um what happened was is many months after i, I knew this person as well and i um i had a dream that i met them in a room and it was like a waiting room and we met and we talked and I could see my friend who was still here in the physical with me um, as well, but she wasn't as close. And anyway, when uh, weeks later, I told my friend, I said, oh, I had this dream about your loved one. And she got quite emotional. But interestingly enough, a few nights after she had the same dream, but I wasn't there and she met with them fully. And I felt like wow. in that instance, like I'd been almost a, a goal between, like I could perhaps, um, I was uh, uh, making the connection or um, I was able to get close enough um, to prepare or something, but it was a really interesting situation. I, I remember it really clear. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to, should we move on to the next question? Are we... <laughs> Wow, yeah. Yeah, so uh, this is just because we've touched on guides. I feel this would be a really good one to come to you with, Jimmy. And it's from Maria. And it's, uh, what's the difference between a guide and an angel? Or is it one and the same? Uh, yeah. Um, your guide, um, when we talk about a guide, um, we talk about a one-true guide. Uh, people say I've got a different guide, I've got this, that, and but yeah, but you only have one true guide. It's a very simple concept. Uh, an angel, um, a lot of people love angels and they're into the angels. Uh, an angel basically is somebody um, who's possibly what we what we do. We live many many lives because every time we reincarnate back. We, um, we're trying to spiritually evolve. We're trying to progress. Uh, my knowledge on angels is very, very small, but an angel, as I recall it, is somebody who does all their learning and all their um, uh, progression in spirit. They don't come back. Uh, I think they've been maybe been back once, so they've got an extra body. But... Um, um, uh, I'm struggling with this. Well, I've got to be honest. Because, um, Do you think a little bit comes down to um, in? Uh, it's abs absolutely. I'm with you on what you said there, Jimmy. In terms of angels, but do you think a little bit sometimes comes down to terminology? Um, say uh, we would say one true guide, but some people might say guardian angel and give a different terminology to the same thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. When you when you when you look at it that way, guardian angel. Yeah, and I, and I agree with you there. Um, but I've always been um, I've always been wary of discussing angels because some people are very very protective of uh, they, they love their angels, don't they? You know. Yeah. Um, but I, I I think that I think you've got it in a nutshell there. Guardian angel, guide um, could be one and the same thing. Uh, it's just a terminology. Yeah, I think you're spot on there. It's a little bit like when people, uh, and I hope I've got this right, Maria, is uh, when we say to us doorkeepers and some people may say gatekeepers, uh, it's just different terminology to express the same thing sometimes, yeah. What do you think, Stephen? 
<laughs> yeah, I, I mean, again, you know, we were saying the these are truths. We're not we're not trying to say you know your guide's not your angel. If if you believe in in angels, then then that belief holds true to you. But we I know that. That, that, that there are angels in the spirit realm, but really to your question, is there a difference between a guide and angel? Yes, there is a difference, but people do sometimes call their one true guide an angel. But that's that's how you can interpret that. That's fine to you, yeah. Brilliant. Now, uh, we've got the next question from Sean. This is another cracking question. It's going to take us in another direction, this altogether. <laughs> okay, so Sean's asking, I've heard about rescue work in dreams. And that I've done this before. So what does it mean to do rescue work? So, Jimmy, do you want to open us up with this one? Uh, yeah, rescue work. Wonderful, wonderful work. Um, um, a lot of us do it. Uh, it. I'm just reading the questions I'm talking. What does it mean to do rescue work? Yeah, rescue work. Basically, um, when a person dies, goes home to spirit, uh, some people die... Um, physically die um, quite peacefully and they make the transition into the spirit world quite easily the loved ones there uh, one of the universal laws is that um, when your spirit leaves your physical body for this last time um, a loved one will be there somebody will instantly recognize in the light hold the hand out for you and then you take that step take the hand and you're back home in the spirit world. But some people go on quite, back home to spirit quite traumatically. Um, it could be, to us, might not seem traumatic, but to them, it's very traumatic. For whatever reason, there's many scenarios for that. And they don't, um, they don't take that hand. You know, they, 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 don't, they don't want to believe that they're dead. That I'm not dead. I, I'm more, I don't believe that I'm dead. So they don't take that hand. So then they can just be wandering around um, on a vibration. It's not quite back in the spirit realms. So when you're on the astral planes, you can do that sort of work by, uh, if it's maybe a loved one, it might be just, just somebody you've heard about, somebody your guide puts you on to. And you can go and sit and have a chat, have a cup of tea with them and say, listen, um, you, you have died. Um, and I think it's time that uh, you went back home to spirit. And then all this, all this pain will go. So you can then um, walk with them, point them in the right direction. Say, look, there's your mum there. See that light? Your mum's in that light. Go and take her hand. Can you not feel the love off her? That can't fool you. You can't feel that love. So maybe you can just do enough to guide that person to the light. Where you can take a hand of a loved one. And you can do that in your sleep. We can all do it. There's lots of rescue work. You could do it on this level as well. But but to answer your question, Shah, um, uh, that that's how rescue work works. You could do it with animals. You might rescue animals. A lot of animals go on uh, very traumat traumatized, uh, and you can you can guide that that animal, you know, back home to the spirit world. Oh, so that, so, yeah, that's how I think you put it really well. There is. Have you got any comments, Stephen? You like to add? Yeah, I, I mean, it's such a massive subject. Well, we talk, I think Jim, Jim, Jimmy's did very well there to condense it as simply as, as he could there. But I think 
a lot of us do rescue work in the physical because with a lot of loved ones, particularly in a rescue circle, people are drawn, spirits are brought back to a physical vibration so that they can experience that physical vibration. It is easier for them to be rescued as they draw close to, back to the physical vibration and then back to the spiritual light. So it is, it's, it's, it's not something that we, we grab these loved ones and actually physically take them back to the light. There's a lot of guidance, a lot of talking, a lot of talking to these spirits, encouragement, love, encouragement, bringing them into the light. So it's a massive subject, and, and I think Jimmy did perfectly there, yeah. Yeah, the, the only thing I'd, I just, just want to add there is, you know, when we were talking earlier about in terms of messages and what we do with them, is that sometimes there could be a misconception of, um, well, it'd be easier if I'll go on to spirit and all my problems will be sorted. And our obstacles that we're facing, that we've come back to experience and learn in this life, when we go back to the spirit world, we will be faced with those same obstacles. Um, so that's where I feel as well, people like Stephen and Jimmy have put very well. Um, but also what's interesting that we've mentioned tonight is uh, rescue work collectively on the astral plane which as a circle we've experienced, Stephen touched on it earlier, where two or three of us or maybe more in the circle have had a specific memory of being at a school or a hospital and lots of children coming out and following us out and perhaps where it could have been a, perhaps where a, a group of people have gone on uh, to the spirit world and, you know, tragic circumstance and you've come along just to just to help them along. But it's very interesting when you get that synchronicity with somebody in the physical of having the same memory as well. So mm. really interesting question that. Uh, uh, and, and I think everybody's done really well. Um, well, we're coming up too. I think uh, if there's any more questions, please feel free. Um, Can I just mention one thing that is keep coming to my mind that I think would be really interesting for everybody to know is maybe you and Jimmy can answer this is what is an outer body experience? Cause I think a few of us have experienced or feeling paralyzed. Does anybody experience That's, that? You're like lying, lying in yeah. bed and be, feeling you can't move. So what is that Chris? Well, it's interesting because I've wrote down sleep paralysis because it's a huge thing. And I'm going to be really honest because we're, we're speaking in truth here i get really frustrated because there was a phone in a while ago again on the radio i need to switch this radio off i think but um the and it was talking about scientists and doctors talking about examining the brain about sleep paralysis and it's something a lot of people experience uh i've known people personally and i've seen people basically where they wake up and they can't move or they hear something that they feels in the room with them my uh, personal thoughts are you you've been on the astral plane you've been traveling and when you come back you've almost come back into your body too soon and you just need those few seconds to readjust and in those few seconds perhaps you don't feel you can fully move yet um and it could possibly make you feel a little bit panicky but also i feel sometimes 
Now, this could go either way, but sometimes people feel there was somebody in the room calling my name. Now, my thoughts on it are you're hearing from where you were. You're still connected with that person you were talking to, and that's where you're hearing it from. But that, that's my thoughts on it. You've been, you've been on the astral plane, and you've come back very, very quick uh, because we have a responsibility to get back to the body as well. Um, which, you know, is another subject, but that that's my thoughts on it is it is more, I, I don't think it's, well, it is connected with the physical, but I don't think it's connected with the physical brain as such. I think it's the factors for those seconds. You're not quite realigned with the physical and the spirit. Uh, so I don't, if, if you want to add something to that, Jimmy, or your thoughts. I think, it's, I think you've explained it perfectly. And, um, uh, and basically, that's what, when you think about a dream. A dream is only seconds. So if you if you've gone into your physical as you should, uh, gently and adjusted, and it's that it's those few seconds while you're shuffling about in your body trying to get trying to get adjusted, that you have your dream, and that's and what you've just said about the paralysis. It's just you've, you've shot back. You know, sometimes you can shoot back without the the paralysis, but you 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 misaligned. You just don't feel right, you know. Uh, we've been told about exercise we can do to to alleviate that, but it's it's just it's just exactly what you what what you said, I think. Yeah, that's uh, and 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 it's a big subject. I know Nicole's just said uh, when I have sleep paralysis, I'm awake, but I cannot open my eyes, and that that's that's exactly what we're saying. It could could be quite unsettling, but I feel once you understand what it is, it will calm you. Once you, if you're able to accept that that knowledge, when it occurs, you go, oh, "No, it's all right." There's, you know, I know what's happening. I'll give myself a few seconds, and and I don't mind actually sharing a, a little technique to do if you feel a little bit misaligned when you come back, or you feel a bit dizzy, or you've had a heavy, you feel you've had a heavy experience. Is to sit on the edge of your bed. I might have to come back for this a little bit. You can sit <laughs> on the edge of your bed. Yeah, sit up properly, and you could just put both hands on your crown chakra and just take some slow, deep breaths in through the nose and out through the mouth. And you can do that maybe five to ten minutes, and that will greatly help just realign you uh, back up and settle yourself down. So that's a really good technique to do. Um, so don't, anything you want to add there, Stephen, on that? No, I think you both explained it perfectly. I've I've experienced it once. And it and it was a very like a lady called Pat. Uh, she said it was very frightening. It, it can be yeah. a very frightening experience. It was, it was a very frightening experience. It's basically you come back, you know, you're coming back too quick, bang, and your spirit and your physical body, and and you're not fully aligned yet. And it just it can take a few minutes, a few few seconds, or even ten minutes before you're fully aligned. But now that you've all gained <laughs> that knowledge, if it does happen. Just breathe through it. You try to use the breath if if you can. Yeah, so we've got another interesting question here. Now, this has happened to me a few times, uh, and it's from Morris, and it says, "What are your thoughts on false awakenings when you wake up but you haven't, and then you wake up again?" <laughs> now I've wow. had this happen. So you're waking up in your dream. Uh, I mean, I've even had it where I've felt like I've got up and I've done something and gone back to bed and I haven't. I was still in the dream. So I don't know what your thoughts are on that, Jimmy. What do you think? Or what's your feelings? Uh, 
it's basically what it is, isn't it? It's um, it, it's it's just what you you think. It's you, you, your spirits come back into your physical, and it's trying to uh, trying to adjust, and it's trying to uh, and it's your brain's trying to sort everything out, and it's um, it's a good way of putting it. A false awakening. I've, I've never heard that one before, but um, you have a, a new wake up again. Yeah, it's just uh, to me, it's just confusion. It's just just the confusion that your brain's going through. Uh, you think you woke up, but you haven't really. Uh, it, it's just it's just symbolic of the whole confusion that you're going through. Okay, yeah, I think you put that very well. Do you know something else that interests me that we've I know we've all experienced in circle over the years is say you might wake up and you go back to sleep and you may go back to sleep for maybe 10 15 minutes, but you have an experience that you feel that was hours and hours. Yeah. yeah, it was hours lot. and hours. It was yeah, hours and hours. because there's there's no time, is there? The spirit. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, another one. Um, I think that's just about all our questions. But uh, thank you everybody for your questions. It certainly sparked a lot of interesting conversations. I don't. Know if, did you want to add anything, Jimmy? Just uh, before we finish up. Um. It's just just been. Uh, all I want to say is it's um, uh, it's it's been lovely. It's been it's just it's one of them. You you could talk all night. You just want yeah. to stay here all night. Um, <laughs> but uh, I just want to uh, thank you two guys for inviting me on, and um, and I've, I've so enjoyed it. Um, and um, let's do it again sometime. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Well, we've enjoyed you being part of it. Really grateful for that. And uh, Stephen, anything you want to finish up with? I think really, I think our aim to, in, in tonight's video, which which was not only interesting, it's another field of spirituality, and of and I think dream interpretation is so many times overlooked and understated, and and I and I would love to do another one because I, I really get the sense of feeling that the astral is another brilliant opportunity. For, for you to connect with your guides your loved ones and it's another way of proving survival of after physical death life after life it's another form of of, of um of proof of, of proving spirit that i think yeah. is not talked about enough yeah I, I remember saying at the very beginning it's, it's your magical link with the spirit world um you you you, you bringing back your own message you know, you, you, you can go see a medium and they'll give you a message. But your dream is your own message. You're bringing back your own message. And I just want to say, we, we, we mentioned earlier about uh, dream interpretations. If anybody's got a dream that's troubling them and they want it interpreted, by all means, get in touch with me. Uh, and, and like I said earlier, you don't have to, but maybe make a small donation to the Purple Mountain and I will, I'll do a, a reading for you. Uh, I'll email it back and, um, you know, um, hopefully you'll get something out of it. Yeah, the uh, if anybody wants Jimmy's details, you can private message us and, and we'll, we'll pass them along. And as and I said, I all, all donations are welcome. We do have a GoFund page just to keep us going and, and such. Yeah, you can go ahead, Stephen. Yeah, sorry. I don't know why. It's just come into my mind as a thought. Uh, and I remember just on a, on a personal experience and it will relate to, to, to this explanation is when 
I sometimes before bed, I'll lie in bed and I'll have this desire. I don't do it anymore. And you'll understand why. I'll have this desire, particularly those that don't dream. You can actually train yourself before bed and say, I will remember my dream. It doesn't always happen. But if you are willing to do that, be careful what you ask for, because I've done <laughs> it before. And and I, and I thought, oh, my God, I won't be asking again. And, and I had some really beautiful experiences, but almost like my ego saying, you're not quite there yet. Stay down here. So, yeah, so that, you know. That... That's not just the uh, dreams, though, Stephen. You could apply that to all the spiritual work. Be careful what you ask for. Absolutely. Um, but I think it's been a fascinating talk tonight, and I think uh, it's obviously sparked a lot of interest and really great questions. And I, I think uh, one of the points that's been made is um, that sometimes we look into the spiritual movement and many people come through the avenue of... Uh, of the mediumship mental mediumship and, and messaging but there's so many other different facets to the work that we're doing all the time that we might not be aware of on our dreams astral travel as we've said rescue work um the the daydreaming is in our meditations and all these different wonderful facets that we can be experiencing in the here and now um so just a message out there for everybody that's within you anybody that's watching it really is you we're all part of it nobody's separate um yes yeah, you know so what I would, to... you know what i would love to do next i would love to do the dreams but i would love to do a, a talk if any if everybody's interested in it soul partners i think we've never talked about that have we in a discussion i would love to do a talk on soul partners uh maybe next yeah, time yeah that'd be excellent well there's always lots of subjects we'll be doing lots more live videos so just want to thank Jimmy for joining us this evening and all his knowledge that he shared with us and experience. It's been uh, really good and really good to connect in this way. And we just want to send lots of love from us all at the Purple Mountain. We hope you're staying well, keeping positive, uh, lots of love and strength. And yeah, we'll perhaps uh, do look at videos on soul partners and even what's been mentioned tonight, guides, one true guide. Uh, so that'll all be coming up. So watch this space and take care of yourselves, everyone. Bye-bye. Good night. God bless. Goodbye.